This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ugly. Um, I was trying to film a bloody episode yesterday. God, I've already gotten angry in this bloody episode. Um, But I lost my voice on St. Patrick's Day. So yesterday when I was trying to film the episode, I was like, hello guys. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to jump scare you guys. So I waited until today. But however, my voice is a little bit like raspy. It's not even like, it's not even attractive either. It's just like, it's gone really deep for some reason. I lost it on Patrick's Day. But on Patrick's Day? Who is Patrick? I lost it on St. Patrick's Day even. But we're back again for another episode. And today, because I did recently speak about kind of dating expectations and anxieties when coming to dating. And I had an idea to do an episode about dating in Gen Z. Or essentially, under that bracket, pressures of dating, expectations, getting over people, delusion. Which I do love a bit of delusion, but I also need to stop doing that. But I want to essentially just talk about the anxiety surrounding dating or being with people as a teenager because it's scary, it's daunting and I've been through it. So let's get into it. I'm at university now, so I've experienced the dating culture in high school, sixth form and university. And obviously it progresses, it gets a bit more and I'm now like, I know people and I'm friends with people who say have been in long-term relationships that could last like six months, a year, two years, three years, however long. I personally have never been in a relationship. I've never like officially been with someone. So for me I don't have the experience and I don't have like the knowledge of being in a relationship or even being in what's it a situationship fucking hate that word but anyway moving on so I kind of have the I have the knowledge of you know people being in relationships how the relationships go down whatever like that however coming to university and not being in a relationship or even in sixth form and in high school I don't feel as much shame now but I felt a sense of shame at the fact that I had never been with someone or I had never, you know, been asked out on a date or whatever like that. As I think mainly in high school, because that's when all my friends were in relationships. But anyway, you know, I felt a sense of shame and I don't feel it anymore. But the fact that I've never dated, but why, why is there kind of like a, a stigma around not dating? But there's also, on the opposite side, a stigma, say, if people have slept with a lot of people or if people haven't slept with a lot of people there is judgment and there is this inclined shame on regardless of your experience in any type of dating culture whether you have dated people whether you haven't whether you've you know been with people sexually or if you haven't there's this sense of shame put on every single label that you have and it's ridiculous regardless of whether you're in high school, sixth form or university, you might come across this, whether it's with yourself or other people. But there is this pressure to have been with someone, to know what you're doing in a relationship, to, you know, want to be in one. And if you're not in one, people are like, oh, you want a dating app, whatever like that. If you are on a dating app, fair enough. If you're not, fair enough. I think that there's this pressure and this expectation to kind of have been with someone or be with someone. 
you just need to do whatever the hell you want. And if you don't want to date, don't date. If you haven't been with someone, that's fine. If you've been with people, that's fine. Base it on your own opinion of yourself. Don't care about if someone doesn't like the fact that you've been with a lot of people or someone thinks it's weird that you haven't been with anyone. You know, use your own opinion of yourself as your validation, not other people's validation. Dating in Gen Z, I I really hate using the word Gen Z, but it's the only word that I can kind of use to explain like dating in the modern day. But I mean, as in like my age bracket, like teenagers to early 20s, there is obviously this thing, situationships, which is where to me, it's like, it's like another word for being exclusive. It's like you're with someone, but you're too scared to put a label on it or they're too scared to put a label on it. You don't want to be like official, official. So you're totally off the market. Like it's kind of the thing where if I was in a situation with someone, I feel as if if someone asked me, all I could say was like, oh, I'm kind of with someone. I don't want to kind of be with someone. You know, that's not, I don't, I'm not a major fan of like the whole thing, situationships. And I've realized that's fine. It's very, it's a very normal thing. And it's kind of what people do before they get in a relationship. But if you don't like that, or if you don't want to do that, if you're a romantic person and you're like, no, if I want to be with someone, I'll just bloody be with them. You know, I will want to be, if I want to be with someone, I will want to put a label on it. I'll want to, you know, celebrate it, whatever like that. Don't feel pressured or embarrassed if you don't want to, you know, not take it slow, but if you don't want to be like, oh, I'm in a situationship. If you want to be with someone, I think just be with them. Why not? I also think the whole thing of situationships, I don't even know whether I've been in one. That's how confusing they are. Like, when you're, I keep saying when you're with someone, but when you're speaking to someone and it kind of gets like, you're, you're, you're going on dates and stuff like that, does that mean you're in a situationship? Like, someone please, I need to, I need to use Urban Dictionary more. I already bloody use it anyway, which is quite embarrassing. But situationships are so confusing that you don't even know whether you're in one. And now I feel a sense of like embarrassment if I wanted clarity or if I wanted to ask someone like, like, you know, the whole thing of like, what are we, you know? It's this, I used to be so shy and embarrassed to want to put a label on it, but why not? Like, what the, oh, what the hell is a situationship? I've kind of felt in the past pressure to move on from someone. And I'm not saying I've been like, oh my God, head over heels for someone. Like, but when I have really, really liked someone, I kind of, I really invest myself into that person. And I probably shouldn't because it's like not obviously always reciprocated, but that's just like me. I'm a very romantic person. If I like someone, you know, I really like them. But say when I'm hurt or like when it doesn't work out, I feel this pressure to get over them immediately and the thing that I could have easily have fallen into is settling for someone just because I'm hurt or feel like I need someone to get over them or lonely the reason why you're not with someone is because of the timing everything happens for a reason you know the right ones don't leave love like kind of I think love stops at nothing I my friend told me once when I was like telling her about this guy that I really liked And she was like, I'm not being funny, but if he really liked you, and she was like, this is harsh, by the way, which I was like, okay, brutal. She was like, if he really likes you, he will stop at nothing to have you. Like, he will do everything in his power to, you know, let you know that he loves you. And obviously, it depends on the type of guy, whatever like that. But 
the right ones genuinely don't leave. And if they do leave, it's not that you did anything wrong. You guys just aren't meant to be, and that's totally fine. I think that when someone does leave our lives, especially romantically, it hurts because we put so much kind of doubt in ourselves and we kind of tell ourselves, we're like, oh, it was your fault. Like, you know, especially when I said about situationships, when someone leaves, we kind of, we overanalyze like, oh, what did I say? Like, what did I do? Did I give him the ick? Like, did I embarrass myself? Like, did I post something on social media he didn't like? Did I speak to the wrong person? Did I badmouth? Whatever. We overthink, but it's not your fault. If someone leaves, they just don't have the capacity to show you the love that you deserve. Is And that might be me reaching or like delusion, but I truly believe that like everything does happen for a reason. And if someone leaves, that's okay. It leaves space for someone new to come into your life. When someone leaves you, it kind of opens up this door and open up this wonderful space for someone to come into your life and show you the love that you deserve and feed you this compassion and adoration that your heart's been longing for and it wasn't nurtured from that person and that's fine that's why they're not in your life anymore a big thing about like dating pressures is the whole thing of say if your friends are in a relationship or your loved ones are in a relationship like your sister your brothers you might feel this kind of sense of loneliness or sense of confusion and you kind of reflect on yourself and you're like hang on why am I the only one not in a relationship is there something wrong with me and you could pick apart yourself and you could look at every single physical or you know was it emotional emotional I don't even know what the word is something like your inside aspects I don't even know what I'm trying to say but you could overanalyze every single little tiny detail about yourself and pinpoint that being the reason why you're not with someone something amazing will come it is genuinely timing and I think timing is so important because you know the whole thing of like right person wrong time I don't know whether I believe in that I sometimes I change my opinion and I'm like it's real it's not real but I think that the timing for yourself is so crucial you know you wouldn't be given I always say that but then I say like you're not given the opportunity if you're not ready for it so I'm like if someone comes into my life and I like them then that's clearly meant for me but I don't know I don't know all the answers to everything and I could honestly just be saying the wrong things right now but you know the right person wrong time I don't know whether I agree with that but I do agree with timing for yourself not being right because you could be in a situation where you're just getting to your career or you're just starting to work really hard and someone could come into your life and completely you know blow your mind away and be like oh my god I'm so in love with this person and they could not end up being the right person you then fall down but you get back up again and you could then work even harder on your work sometimes when we get hurt it's for it's for a reason and I, it's horrible and I think that it's not an excuse for someone to make shitty decisions or treat you like shit but everything does genuinely happen for a reason and at specific times if I meet someone and it's just really not working out like we can't figure out a date to go out together or they decide to I don't know get with someone else or they do certain things it's for a reason and it's by the universe to kind of tell me like this isn't your person and the universe is constantly sending me signals and these kind of messages these mixed messages to be like this person is not right for you right now 
I'm not saying if if you're in love with someone, I'm not saying that it's the wrong time right now. No, it's not saying it's wait, um, what am I trying to say? I'm saying someone really amazing could come into your life, but it's just not the time. I'm not saying it'll never happen, but it could happen in the future, but just not right now. And the universe will tell you. And you're probably thinking, what the hell are you on about the universe? But something amazing will come, whether it's with that person or it's with someone else, but it will be at the right time when you know, you're in the right place in your life. Now, this is a big one. Um, the whole term of ghosting. Now, you may, have, you may have heard of that one. I've heard of that one. And I used to be so bloody petrified to message someone first or make the first move or put myself out there, whatever it may be. I was petrified of the fact of being ghosted. Ghosted is where... I don't know the exact definition, but it's like where someone just ghosts you. Like they just air you, don't reply, don't speak to you anymore, just completely ignore you, right? And I used to be petrified of putting myself out there because of ghosting, so I just wouldn't. And then when I went to uni, I thought, you know what? No one knows me in this town. I'm just going to put myself out there and go for it. And I did. And you know what? I'd say nine times out of ten, but I don't think I've put myself out there that many times. But majority of the time... The people were like, yeah, okay, cool. Let's go on a date. Let's meet up. Even if it was just friendships, I'd, they'd be like, oh my God, yeah, let's go for coffee. Like, whatever. However, I have been... <laughs> this is awful. I've been ghosted, right? I've been ghosted one time, okay? It is not embarrassing. It, I'm laughing right now. It's not embarrassing, okay? You have put yourself out there and you stayed true to yourself and you stayed true to your heart. You've gone for it. You've gone what? You know what? I like this person, I'm going to let them know. And if they don't want to be with me, that's fine. But at least I have stayed true to myself and I haven't let it like build up inside of me. You know, a lot of people say when they do get ghosted, they find it really humiliating or they find it really embarrassing. Like, oh my God, like this person has completely ignored me. Like they're going to speak about me to their friends. They're going to do this, they're going to do that. Okay, who cares? You've stayed true to yourself and you've put yourself out there to someone that you like. And they're clearly not the right person for you. Again, maybe wrong person, wrong time, wrong person, right time, I don't know. But you've done what your heart told you to do. And it's always a signal as why your heart's telling you. And sometimes it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bad thing. It's to tell you what not to go for. If you go for a person and they ghost you, just take it as the universe telling you, okay, don't go for someone like that again. Or go for someone different. Go for this person. You know, it's everything happens for a reason. And take it as a blessing. You know, I, I might be delusional, but take ghosting as a blessing. Another big thing, as I said, is the pressures to be in a relationship or just be with someone in general, whether that's in a bloody situationship, exclusive, in a relationship, engaged, married, whatever the hell you want to be. There's this sort of pressure that I felt because I have never been in a relationship with someone. But don't be scared or afraid. Don't push people away. Don't, you know, be frightened of the fact that you could possibly be in a relationship. When I did come to uni, because I haven't been with anyone, I was kind of, I feel this kind of anxiety when I do get close to someone or like say if it ever does get close to like being together or being exclusive or being in a relationship, I'm petrified because I I've never been in one. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to treat this person or I don't know how to kind of cooperate as like um, a couple, you know, how to go about my day to day. It's scary because you've never been in it. But 
the right person will make you feel comfortable and secure and they will not rush you or they will not make you speed up the process of being in a relationship. They will allow you to take it at your own pace, hopefully. And remember that no is a full sentence. If you are in a relationship and you don't want to see each other every single day, say no. Or if you don't want to be in a relationship at all, say no. That person should understand. And if they want to continue to relinquish this relationship, they will. But clearly, if they're not the right one, they'll go. And the right ones do not leave. As I've kind of said, no is a full sentence, as you may have heard from Elizabeth Olsen. I don't know why I just sounded like a bloody robot then. What the hell was that about? Anyway, continuing on, you don't owe anyone anything, okay? It may seem like you do. And I'm a very empathetic person. So if I went on a date with someone, or if I went on a date, on a date, okay, well, how many times have I just said date? If I went on a date with someone twice in one week, I would feel so guilty. However, no, 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 I did feel guilty. Wait, no. Okay, I don't even know what I'm on about. However, you don't owe anyone anything. If you go on a date and you don't want to go on a second one, that's fine. Just because, I don't know, maybe you said on the first date you were nervous and you were like, yeah, yeah, I'll go on a second date. That doesn't mean you have to go on a second date. Put boundaries in place and if you aren't comfortable with that person, you don't have to keep seeing them. If you just don't feel it or maybe you want to be friends, that's fine. Trust your gut instinct as well. When you go on a first date, I've been on a couple dates and within my intuition and within my gut and the way that I felt on that date and within my head, I knew that it just wasn't for me and that's fine. That doesn't make you a bad person if you know you don't want to be with someone. It more or less makes you a better person for telling them. I would never want to lead anyone on. And I keep saying this when I speak to my friends about kind of recent situations that I've been in. My whole thing has been I don't want to lead anyone on. I don't want to kind of give a false hope if I go on a date and I don't want to pursue anything and that that person asked me, I would just tell them. I'd say, I I would love to be friends. However, I don't think this is going to be a romantic thing. And that's fine. It doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you a good person for not leading someone on. That's almost as if, if you went on a date and you really liked someone, you'd rather them tell you rather than you keep, you know, pursuing them and thinking that, you know, this relationship's going to carry on. Adding on to when I was talking about ghosting and kind of the whole thing about the chase. Like, everyone loves the chase. You have to admit it. I'm sorry. If you say you don't, you're lying. Sorry, I didn't mean to call you a liar. However, I do love a bit of the chase. And that's not me being toxic. That's just, like, genuine, general. I feel like that's a general feeling, though. Like, everyone loves the chase a little bit. Until, you know, it gets serious and then I shit myself. I'm like, oh, I'm just kidding. You know? Um, But... When someone rejects you or ghosts you, you have this kind of heavy desire for this person and you have this like emphasis on wanting that person and needing that person. And it's like this ball of energy that seems to be like bouncing around inside you, especially if you like see them in person or anything like that, or if you see them post on social media or, you know, there's this kind of, you're holding on to this string, like a little carrot in front of you, like dangling, because you're constantly waiting to see if they're going to feed you and they're going to feed that kind of desire that you need them. But in truth, if they wanted to, they would. That's what I have to think. So I'm not delusional. Put that desiring energy and that like crazy ball of energy and that love into yourself. 
put it into a creative outlet, you know, use it for university work or studying or put it into self-care. Put that love into yourself and be like, right, if I would treat this person to like a spa night or if I treat this person to like a Lego date night, do it for yourself. Do it without them and realize and recognize that you can do these dates and you can have this romantic kind of evening by yourself. You don't need them, especially if they've left you because they are not the right person if they did. As I've said, one, I love delusion. Two, if they wanted to, they would. Which are my kind of two favorite things. They kind of juxtapose each other in a sense. I do love a bit of delusion. And I've kind of had to stop this year because I'm not going to lie, guys. It got bad. I'm a very delusional person because making up bloody scenarios before bed. Okay, it's fun, but it didn't help me. It made my brain incredibly nuts. All right. And this is what I had to tell myself. If they wanted to, they would. If he, she, they wanted to message me, they would have done, right? If they wanted to spend time with me, they would make it happen. If they wanted to go out for a drink with me, they would make it happen. Love genuinely stops at nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing. Even with a TH. But what I'm saying is if someone walked away that easily, they do not deserve time in your mind. And I know it's fun to make up these scenarios and it's fun to kind of like use them as little like oh I, w- I wish it would have been like this or oh this is what we could have been in your mind trust me don't do it because it makes it so much worse you almost because I've heard this thing that when you do manifest someone it's easily to become obsessed with them rather than them become obsessed with you which can easily happen because obviously if you're thinking about this person all the time and you're thinking oh I'm manifesting you're essentially just keeping them in your brain 24 7 and you're linking this person to everyday activities so before you go to bed you do think about them because you're like okay last night I thought about them when I was daydreaming so I'm going to think about them now then in the morning if you're waking up and you're thinking like oh what should I wear so that like if I see them they'll think I'm so cool you then link them to like picking out your outfit it becomes this delusional haze and I love delusion I'm so sorry but I need to stop doing it. And we all love a delusion, but like they don't deserve it. They don't deserve those little scenarios in your head. Think about your favorite celebrity instead. You know, if your favorite celebrity is Pedro Pascal, think about Pedro Pascal. Read Wattpad. I, you never heard me say that. You never heard me say that. A major thing that I have noticed, which when I heard people saying this, I was a bit like, oh yeah, whatever, like whatever, is they will come back when you heal. And trust me, they will. Once you finally realize and recognize they're just some person, they're just a random person, they don't add anything to your life, they don't do anything to your life, they come back. It's almost this like sixth sense that they can, they realize that you've cut off your energy tie to them. And it's crazy and it happens. I was like completely healed and I was completely like, putting everything into myself. I was putting it into my career, my uni work, my looks, my exercise, whatever like that. And they came back and I took them back. And oh my, trust me, don't do it. Because they came back and I was like, you know what? I've worked on myself. I'm doing good. I'm doing the best I've ever done. Let me, let me try again. Within a week, it went back to how it was a few weeks before. And I was like, oh my God, you've got to be kidding me right now. And I went back to square one. 
it's almost it literally is an energy thing like they they have a sick they're clever than we think these other people but they do actually sense the feeling that you've cut off your energy connection to them and for example last year like last year may june time i was doing so well like i literally was like oh my god i cut so many people off I didn't speak to anyone really. I was just journaling in the morning, drinking my coffee, like doing my yoga. And someone came back and I took them back. And fucking hell, biggest regret of my life. Like not of my life, but one of my biggest regrets. Because it's kind of, they come back and they hand you this new connection and they give you this sense of hope. They're like, oh, I'm back now. Let's try again. You try again and they leave again. They just simply they just want your attention and your love but they don't want to have to give it back they want to hold you by this little puppet string so that if they ever get bored or if they ever want this attention again or this validation they bring you back and it's almost as if they know you will because you did it the first time you know I kept going back because I did it the first time and I thought yay they're going to keep coming back now and it's not going to be good for me but I'm just going to keep doing it And now I'm like sat here realizing I'm like, oh my God, like what a waste of time. It is a waste of time because think about how well you were doing before you did take them back. And, you know, you can't shit on yourself for like actually going back to them because it's if you really, really like someone, you know, as I've said, love stops at nothing. You would do anything to be with them. And perhaps hurting yourself is what you think is going to get you to be with them. But it's not. If they were the right person, they wouldn't have left in the first place and they wouldn't have hurt you in the first place. So realize that this person isn't really right for you if they're holding you on a string. If someone is the right person, they will make you feel loved and adored and cherished and they will check up on you, make you feel secure. They'll never make you feel confused. They should genuinely just make you feel good about yourself. And if they don't, unfortunately, they're not the right person. I also want to speak about getting over someone and I don't have like much experience in this, but I have like a good knowledge of it from like my friends and stuff. But to get over them, ask yourself these questions. Do they add to my life? Like, do they, do they give you this like sense of positivity? Are they the ones that have made you achieve your success? Are they the reason for your success in your career or your everyday life or how much you read of your book today or how much money you earn? Most likely no. They probably fed you the bare minimum and it might have been your first show of like love. And we kind of use that to be the indication of how we should be treated. However, use it as a lesson of how not to be treated and what not to accept. Because when you're trying to get over someone, recognize that perhaps some of their best aspects might have just been what you thought of in your head. And that's what I sometimes do. I always think the best of someone But if I take a step back, I kind of ask myself, I'm like, what did they actually add to my life? Did they make me a million times happier? Yeah, for like a few days and then they would go, they'd leave and then it'd make me miserable. If they did feed you the bare minimum, you deserve the most. You deserve flowers every single day. You deserve someone who's going to make you feel secure, loved, cherished, the most important person in the world. Because that's what a relationship is. A relationship to me isn't temporary it shouldn't be something that I just like I'm like oh I just want a relationship for uni because I'm bored a relationship should be like a partnership like you should be each other's best friend I think of a relationship as a best friend thing you know you should genuinely want to spend time with that person and show them that they're loved you know you should really really truly put all your love into someone and 
to get over them? If they didn't show you all that love, did they add to your life? No. My final kind of closing note, or like my final little paragraph, because this is so much information, protect your energy. Like if someone is putting you down and they're not making you feel good about yourself, cut them off. You know, there's this normality to stay with someone and just keep relinquishing a relationship because you're with that person. No is a full sentence. And if someone isn't making you feel as incredible as you are, cut them off. Date as much as you want to. Put yourself out there. Rejection means more space for new people. You know, someone's inability to show you love does not decrease your worth and does not mean that you cannot go out and date more. Date as much as you bloody want. Date as little as you want. Your relationship status and your kind of exploration of getting into relationships should be unpressured and no expectations. It should all be on your own terms. If you want to go on one date a night, go on one date a night. You know, no one's telling you no. No one should judge you because it's your choice. You need to do whatever you want to do. Do it at your own pace, your own speed. Do it on your own terms is what I want to leave you with. All in all, you are your biggest investment in life. And sometimes we can easily neglect ourselves when we find someone new or we are invested in kind of speaking to someone and seeing if it goes somewhere. It can be very tiring if a relationship doesn't, you know, or a situation doesn't pursue and become something more or it doesn't show you this utmost love. It's very draining, but it's also okay to put yourself out there and get hurt. We need to learn these experiences sometimes And if someone, if you do put yourself out there and you get hurt, take it as a lesson of how you shouldn't be treated and what not to accept next time. But if someone, you know, treats you with the utmost love and respect and adoration, good for you. You know, take everything as you can to get at your own pace and just show yourself the love that you would give to someone else. Thank you so much for listening. And I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope that it's helped if you needed help on this topic. But it would mean the world to me if you could possibly rate the podcast just above here. It says like a follow and like a little star thing. I love you so much. Thank you for the support. I love you. Bye.